Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's Showcase, where we play the games that you might want to go get your grubby mitts on. I am Charles I'm R. Bernard. Ian Servas. I'm Kevin Welch. And I'm Mr. Paschke. And as you can see from my glorious visage, uh, John Baltusberger could not be with us tonight. Um, he's actually having each and every one of his teeth converted into a different type of drill mm. bit. Um, I'm very excited to have him bite me. Um, and speaking of things that bite, uh, 66 million years ago! Go! Go! Dinosaurs, man! <laughs> they rule! Everybody has it's dinosaur. True. Um, mostly when we're little, mostly when we're little kids, and, and I think that's because kids are in love with giant things, you know. Um, but like a lot of us as adults continue to be dinosaur enthusiasts. Um, I asked our co-cast members to think hard about what their favorite um, dinosaur was slash is, and we'll go around and talk about it. Uh, mine's a bit of a roller coaster ride, so. Let's uh, just go in whatever order feels natural. Are you worried any of us will have the same dinosaur? Even if you do, it's fine. Yeah, as a kid, I always liked the Ankylosaurus because it was probably featured in the Fred Savage Dinosaurs uh, film from the 80s. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, also, yeah. right, Fantasia. Uh, you know, it's peaceful. They can pack a wallop with its tail. Yeah. But as an adult, I always like the Comso uh, uh, Sognaceous from um, Jurassic Park, the little tiny dinosaurs yeah, from yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park, the E-Beagle. See, yeah. I didn't even have to think Love that hard movies. because it's like Brontosaurus has always been there and they tried to take it from me. They they said its head was wrong and they tried to rip it out of my arms and mm -hmm. that was uh, so upsetting. But it's because there's a cryptid Brontosaurus. Did you know this? <laughs> yeah. There, it's in... Yeah, Makala Mbembe. Yeah, yeah, it's and I was obsessed with Makala Mbembe as an idea as a kid. So, um, I'll go next be yeah. because mine is the same one, Brontosaurus. And like, like Bridget, I was gonna say, yeah, it's sort of like Pluto. Like it was, it was not a dinosaur for a while, but then it came roaring back. Um, and I, yeah. I am particularly fond of it because as a child, one of my beloved books when I was like very first learning to read was called the brontosaurus birthday cake and it was about a kid who gets birthday cake shaped like a brontosaurus and makes his birthday wish which is to have a friend and then when he goes to cut the cake it turns into a real live brontosaurus and <laughs> like at first it's very cute and small but it gets like bigger and bigger and bigger until and it has a happy ending because the brontosaurus i guess it's a happy ending winds up living at the zoo and they're like Sweet. cool or whatever but yeah he cuts um, into his friend and then find out no, he's real no no no, no. <laughs> just kidding yeah it, he goes to he goes to carve and and like this the scaly hide he doesn't cut into it he's just like this isn't cake and then the dinosaur like shakes off the frost it's like the opposite adorable. of all those is it um, cake videos who hasn't gone yet <laughs> it's not yeah 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 it's a dinosaur <laughs> Um, um, Kevin, I'm calling on you. What what was slash is? Buzz slash is dinosaur? and always will be the Stegosaurus. Love mm. those big plates, spikes sticking yeah. at the tail, the the two brains because it's just it 
just the way it's metal articulated. Yeah, but the, so the two brain and, thing was was wrong. They were incorrect on that. It had one brain. I'm sorry, Kevin. I mean, Kevin, technically, if you think about it, people think that our intestinal tract is our second brain. So, I mean, you know, vagus or vagus nerve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who, who has it? <laughs> well. I Mr. I Mr. haven't Kasky, gone. I have I have also not gone. Um, yeah. So Kevin stole my dinosaur, oh. much like yours was stolen by Bridget. So I'm gonna go share, with though. I'm gonna go with Bernie yeah. Sanders, and we'll <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that. He's an American treasure. Um, so as I was starting to say in my in my funny uh, deep space voice, 66 million years ago, the galaxy fucked those dinosaurs up. Um, a six mile wide comet hit the Earth. Um, you've heard about some of the effects, I'm sure, including that it rained molten glass and that there was a global earthquake that lasted anywhere from weeks to months. Um, and then they all died. But what if it had gone differently? What if the galaxy was kinder to dinosaurs and in turn, they were kinder to the galaxy? Well, that, my friend, brings us to tonight's game, Cosmosaurs. Uh, this is another joint uh, from Giogo Norgeba. He did great in the green room, so I'll tell you. And old school he nailed it. I did, and then I fucked you it did. up. I shouldn't do phonetic uh, spelling. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, this is another banger from the fella brought you um, Burger Punk, which is another mm. pod favorite. So um, please apologize, Primal, Primal Quest, Mr. Old Skull, for my pronunciation. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Artist. Yeah. So we played a lot of old school games, and we love them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we are tonight going to be playing uh, dinosaurs who prevent disasters like that nasty ass comet, fight assassin robots. Banish chaos mutants from the warp dimension? I don't know. They sound pretty dope to me. I kind of want to hang out with them, but we'll see. Um, Mr. Servas, will you take it away? And whoever's typing, while you do that, please mute your mic. Absolutely. Uh, so we are going... Okay. So we are playing um, Cosmosaur. And this game is really great because it really channels into that Saturday morning breakfast cartoon. And there's a lovely homage to the 80s and other types of pop cultural references uh, from the U.S. that uh, really kind of strike home. So if you pick up this book, it's beautifully um, illustrated and it like you'll find all these kinds of fun little things. Um, Lucas Halichev uh, really nails it you know again same artist from burger punk and from the Merkworm comics the uh helm golden back and other things really evocative art system is very simple it's d6 based uh pool that is based on your attributes as well as items modifiers species benefits so that's part of the fun is that there is a d66 table for what species that you're going to be playing as uh, so there's definitely a lot of fun and an opportunity to play everyone's favorite dinosaur or to learn about a new type of dinosaur. I definitely uh, learned about different types of dinosaurs while researching, and uh, boy, there is a whole world out there. So when we think about this game, everyone is playing as this 
larger than life Saturday morning cartoon character. Dinosaur is clad in interstellar armor and spacesuits with laser rifles and other kinds of interesting gadgets. I think uh, I'd like to, someone to volunteer to go first to introduce their hey, character hey, hey, as well you as know you know maybe what the you know theme what? song or what's the oh, montage? The, the theme song. Uh, someone has to do that for me, but I can do the montage. Um, the montage is uh, who wants to do the theme song? Pashki, you, you got me on this. You can even just beatbox. <laughs> your mute, your mic always needs all the fun sound effects you make. So um, we'll just all imagine right. that there's some type of great song that that we can't play because of Twitch DRM reasons right. or whatnot. So and and the montage. The montage is naturally toynetic, a word that was featured <laughs> on the cartoon Freakazoid, meaning featuring the Cosmosaur Jeep, Cosmosaur Jet. This guy's got a jetpack. That guy's got a gun you've got to buy in the difference. It's like every scene is like a different toy that is sold mm -hmm. separately along with the, you know, the basic Cosmosaur figure. So maybe even a hang glider. For I think my guy look cool in a hang glider. So my guy, you got to buy the hang glider separately. Some accessories sold separately. And that's our opening. Just vehicles and nonsense. Lasers exploding. People jumping off cliffs. Explosions high in the uh, One of Battery us... Battery sold a, separately. Yeah. One of, us, uh, in a, one of us in a pizzeria and everybody's patting their pockets like, uh-oh, who's got the bill? Um, yeah. Tiny like little hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will also go first in introducing my character. So tonight I will be playing Cogs. I am the medic of the group. My species is Baryonics. Look it up. B-A-R-Y-O-N-Y-X. They look really cool. They are the ancient ancestors of herons and storks. And like herons and storks, they are fishers. They got these gnarly big old claws that they would spearfish with, and then they also had uh, good, like, long crocodilian mouths for snapping them. So, yeah, very cool. Um, and like that, my personality, cool and reserved. My humor, graveyard. <laughs> my shades, Leon. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, yep, that's me. And um, I think that's pretty much all you need to know about me. I'm a I'm a medic. I'm a former combat medic dino, and uh, I'm a cool looking, tall, skinny thing. Oh yeah. All right, I'll go next. Um, I am pink. I'm a micro raptor. Um, so like a raptor, but micro. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of knowledge of video games and comic books and the path of the ninja. So um, the things I'm good at, I'm really good at nunchuck skills and sprinting. And I'm bad at stealth and heavy lifting. So those are, I, I, there's a picture of me in there and I look like I am basically parrot um, sized. So <laughs> adorable. <laughs> I I'm, I'm probably not the one you want carrying. It's, it's so. a tea, it, it is adorable. Teacup raptor. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> it's a tiny, tiny Batman. Yes. I'll go next. Um, his name's Cutter. He's a Truodon, which uh, I was just looking that up because I didn't know what it was. It's a bird-like dinosaur, so I'm kind of like a 
well, kind of like a raptor, but I got like like feathery type wing arms and uh, kind of just kind of badass, really. It looks like a, a methed out emu, if uh, <laughs> if yeah, with that with the tail. But um, yeah, uh, uh, Ketter, he's a he's the tech support. He's a, he's he's the brains of the. Uh, or at least he thinks he's the brains of the operation. Uh, he's he's kind of twitchy and he loves uh, like speed, like going fast or however you want to take that. Um, I, I'm never sleeping and I'm always talking. I'm just I, I just never shut up. And I love candy. Candy's great. Uh, if anybody's got any skills, fucking perfect. And uh, I also like explosions um, because uh, nothing goes better with being up for days and or weeks on end than uh, uh, explosions and. Uh, uh, Yes, but they, they told me specifically that there's no explosions on the ship, so I cannot blow anything up on the ship. But I may just do that just because I <laughs> who knows when I'll sleep again. I think so the the best way to describe what this your character looks like is like if Wimbley from Fraggle Rock was <laughs> Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah, that is that is perfect. Yeah, I was matching a little bit of sloth from Ice Age as well. Ooh, yeah, that could be in there too. And plus, plus the 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 squirrel. Scratch. Uh, um, put him in there. Scratch. Yeah, oh my gosh. Stretch it over a dinosaur. <laughs> I hope Hashki's drawing all of this right now. <laughs> There was a joke on some show I was watching where a guy went back in time and saw that dinosaurs did indeed have feathers and he was like, and it's just awful. And, and it like, looked like, like mangy, kind of like half scaly, half feathery. Like it was great. Awesome. All right. Um, last but certainly not least. Hi, uh, my name's Rex, and I just took a nap. I'm an Allosaurus. Uh, I hate brushing my teeth on account of tiny little hands. Um, <laughs> I'm terrible at chess for reasons <laughs> that I don't want to get into, but I will beat you. I swear to fucking Christ, if... Dinosaur Christ exists in this world. <laughs> you took an asteroid for your sins. Yeah. Now I'm going to go take a nap over that way. <laughs> and that's my character. So, um, yeah, his name is Rex. He is the tank. Love it. And that's, uh, yeah. So a lot of you, actually, as we transition from our introductions into our Saturday morning breakfast cartoon as a quick little snapshot. What's the opening montage of the action scenes from previous episodes where you've saved the galaxy from umpteen different types of destruction and peril? Ooh. And more importantly, who was sponsoring today's episode? What products are, are impressionable you've supposed to buy? Oh, Lucky Strikes? Uh, I was going to go with... Uh... <laughs> this is yeah. from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, Lucky Strike works. That's the best. Yeah, Lucky Strikes sponsoring it. 
And as for the action scenes, I know there's an underwater welding sequence, mm -hmm. um, mm. inexplicably. I don't remember also that a car uh, adventure. Oh, yeah. uh, there's when the magical amulet goes onto the stegosaurus and it does the spin move and shoots mm. at the enemy. We never use it again, but we always cut back to it like it's going to be <laughs> relevant. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that one episode. But it was such a cool sequence, you know, they had to put it in the Put it in the Zazzle yeah. reel. Then the slow motion uh, shot of all four of us walking away, one of us flicking a lucky strike as something <laughs> explodes huge in the background. Oh, no, no, no. A close-up of a grenade just held by a dinosaur, and then the camera pans out, and it's the T-Rex trying to pull the pin. <laughs> but it can't. <laughs> And also that time we formed a band. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Dips on keytar. Bam. <laughs> there is definitely a keytar in the Frank's uh, Fred Savage dinosaurs video. Look it up on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Even has claymation in it. Wow. And lots of outdated facts about dinosaurs. Wow. Great. You know what it, so you know what it doesn't have. Is a is a shitload of WWF a, a shitload of WWF rest, uh, wrestlers like the video for uh, Goonies are good enough. By oh Cindy my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was going... Cap Captain Lou Albano, Iron Sheik, uh, like Rowdy Roddy Piper. I mean, it's an all star. I was going to say it's missing the smooth, smooth taste of Lucky Strikes. <laughs> Remember, kids, <laughs> only adults can be this cool. Uh, now with filters. So now it's <laughs> So we transition from our intro credits, and at the end, it's like produced by like Dick Wolf, and we see the opening sequence of the camera zooming in to your spaceship. The mechanism in this game for your spaceship is that your spaceship needs three things that it's good at and one thing that it is bad at. That contributes to a little bit of its ecosystem and its functions and life support. So throw each of you get to claim one of those. Okay, one thing that our spaceship is bad at is breaking suddenly. Like breaks are a little mm. rusty. It takes some time to stop. What one thing that's good of deceleration yes, is great at J turns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Someone else contribute. Uh, jumps into hyperdrive without fail every time. So, so follow me on this pro or con kitchen that has gravity controls so that it can bake. Uh, like at zero oh. gravity. I think that's Ooh. pro. Yeah, pro, Ooh. definitely pro. The yeah, perfect souffle. Uba, mm -hmm. uba, con. There's nowhere to vent the smoke, so if you burn something, you really shit the bed yeah. because like that smell <laughs> is gonna be with us until the next time we make port and exchange our air supply. I will. But have it's also you an easy bake oven. I love it. Uh, I'll have you know one of the pre-gens that I made for this evening that was not selected was a dinosaur who was the ship's cook. So um, there's the common. <laughs> we don't have a cook. <laughs> we have the best yeah. kitchen in the galaxy. And no one knows how to use it. We're just, I'm just eating, eating potato We're, chips and like microwaving lean cuisines. I got pockets <laughs> full of candy corn. 
So Chris from the chat is recommending that you microwave a whole lot of fish, Charles. Okay. A whole lot of fish. <laughs> I can't help it, guys. It's all in my species I'm the best co-worker. <laughs> so all of you are doing your various personal activities that are one of your hallmarks. Like if you are rollerblading on the ship playing with Z, uh, zero gravity, if you are playing with like a paddle ball, all that, everything comes to a screeching halt when you hear that intercon blip sound that lets you know that there is an incoming message that is always conveniently the start of each mission. So all of you gather around in the uh, comms hub around a big CRT monitor that crackles to light, as you see, fading into view, not usually uh, one of the cool and rad people from the 80s, but a man in a very stiff and drab 80s power suit. It's very warm. The guy has these very ashen face characteristics, salt and pepper hair with a lot more salt than pepper, likewise with the beard, grizzled, like it's, he really hasn't groomed very well in a while, and he's got a little bit of a disheveled tie. Big meaty fists, and he leans in and he goes, ah, the Cosmos Force, I've been trying to hail you for a while. I, um, on behalf of, um, Grain core, I uh, request your assistance. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we're here, we're here to protect and serve or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, in. We're, like, yeah. <laughs> we're just we are just sort of like this gang or whatever, wandering the land in search of like problems to solve. So yeah, we're in. Sure, it's our it's our original. <laughs> No doubt you have uh, been seeing the reports of increased drug trafficking that is targeting our youth uh, that uh, has so far has been not tackled by the uh, intergalactic police. I'm sure you um, very esteemed dinosaurs are well aware of this menace. Better hugs than No, no nothing about it at all. <laughs> Never heard of our... Good, because drugs are for losers, kids. <laughs> what was it? Uh, every fucking arcade game back in the day, only uh, only win like winners. Nancy Reagan says winners don't do drugs. drugs. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, winners don't do drugs, and which is hilarious because like the arcade was where the most stoned people on planet Earth were, and they were doing great. <laughs> you see, the problem is. The more that the drugs are flooding the market, here at BrainCore, we're seeing that the sales of our breakfast cereals are very steeply declining, which uh, imperils lots of employment, uh, along with uh, imbalancing the nutritional <laughs> needs of today's youth. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I want to see the lucky charmed man make that argument to me with a straight fucking face like I, I, I dare I dare them children are choosing drugs instead of our uh, overly sweetened cereals to for awesome play which bodes 
Smoke together. <laughs> I don't know where that comes I need from. you to track down the secret source of these drugs and put an end to it and restore our children's uh, nutritional <laughs> needs is for this complete breakfast and it just like pans the camera pans to like a big bowl of cereal a glass of orange juice a glass of milk box of cereal in the background what does the cereal look like and for me what's the prize that's supposed to be in the box um, um i would think that they're shaped like dinosaurs and comets oh i love it just neon colors right yeah. shooting out at you and inside is actually a, a dinosaur that is riding a rocket oh and it's uh it's like a little one that's made out of a sponge so when you get it wet it gets like much bigger but, but it's it, also a pocket knife and <laughs> and it glows in the dark for some reason <laughs> Yes. And, and yes. one of those sticky hands that comes off the back that you can slap against the wall. <laughs> guys, 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 we're not designing a Tesla here. Come on. <laughs> I feel like these should be like dinos or uh, Cosmo Crunch. Ooh, or, Cosmo Crunch. Or that sounds like some shit I would got buy. all of our pictures on it called Cosmosaurs. Love it. Because we're. Heroes. Oh, oh, but it's but it's Cosmo O, like with the O, yeah. like the mm -hmm. round thing, doors. Yeah, because there's you know the the uh, meteors and the dinosaurs are the marshmallows, and the rest of it's just yeah. like the little O's. Yep. You know, it's a full experience in yeah. a box and a balanced breakfast. It is <laughs> great. Mouth camera sweeps back to that that grizzled executive <laughs> with still a very glassy bored look of disdain and you could just seem kind of hungering for corporate profits in exchange for your cooperation we will supply you with a lifetime supply of those sponge knife sticky hand toys that you can uh, use to fuel your mission yeah we're in we're all the way now in. scented can, can, can i also get a bag of candy corns Oh, and black liquors, please. Mm -hmm. I will check with uh, R&D. I, I believe the best I can promise is a bag of uh, crispy marshmallows designed to uh, float in your cereal. R &D. Fair enough. Are you fucking Willy Wonka? <laughs> we take our cereal very seriously at Grain Core. All right, let's do it. Let's find let's with, find these nasty drugs all right. that are destroying the, with the that, nutritional the, balance of children. Exactly. The monitor blips out, and so camera like like directly drills in towards you as you uh, set the scene there, Cogs. So with that, all of your dinosaurs have various skills and skill sets about how to kind of set out the dragnet um, in that kind of 80s action style, figuring out where these drugs are coming from and then how to eliminate that source. I think I got this one. Um, so one of the things that I am good at uh, is I just put down fishing, and I would like to combine that with the fact that I have a... Um, what do you call it? Data pad uh, to say that I am going to go data fishing for information that might help lead us to this uh, nasty ring of um, hardworking, all-American um, 
probably tax paying, you know, good citizen drug dealers. Sorry, I just I wanted to cal- characterize. Oh, I love the accurately. fact that you're uh, spelling fish for basically pH. So um, <laughs> that is great. Uh, since you're kind of really kind of putting this as a broad shot, instead of doing like a targeted spear fishing, I'm actually going to have you roll for this. So go ahead, and for you, that's going to be your Cosmo three, and then since you've got the data path and be before. But since it is difficult, it's going to be a minus one since you don't have a direct target. So you're going to be doing three to six and picking the minus. All right, die. so that's two and three. So I hope the freaking uh, that's the third one. Ah, three. That's that's not great. So you send out a bunch of fish trying to recruit. What is the subject line of the email that you are sending out? Uh. No prescription needed penis whitening pills. So, why you? Why would you want to get as many clicks? Why would you want to bleach a butthole? It's the color that God. Why would you want to polish your cloaca? Do you know? That's the one. One. You. So. That is a failure, but that the failure from two to three offers new opportunities. One person does fall for your fish and provides all their personal information. <laughs> and you find um, that they are some type of interstellar explorer. And uh, when you pull up their information on your computer system, you see that they've recently registered a complaint about a spaceship slamming into a uh, planet that shouldn't be on the maps anywhere. That sounds pretty cool. Is there any way to get any sort of coordinates so we can head over that way? Want me to have another whack at the data pad with my so you don't... three dice of perilous rolling? I mean, Possibly. Well, this doesn't have the exact coordinates. It's kind of a generic complaint, but you have the contact information as well as three order requests for the boner whitening pills. <laughs> well, I'll send those right Again. over to full, I'll send those over to the fulfillment department. We'll get our warehouse boys on it. What's the name um, of the boner whitening pill? Um, <laughs> if you want, there is a table here for names. Ooh, if you want to just that's... roll me two D, you know, like, uh, D sixty six. All right, uh, that would be a thirty five. Barrier. Barrier boner whitening pills. Also part of this complete breakfast. <laughs> The misery of lucky strikes. <laughs> we missed the, the easiest Michael Jackson show. <laughs> it's not something that happens to the skin. It's more like mummification, oh. where it, like, you know, yeah, yeah. But that boner will last a long, long, is that one, long time. Is that it's one of those things that you have to send now. in, like, 25 box tops to, to get it? Your or... boner whitening pills? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And I would also like to point out that um, 
dinosaur boner is uh the first dinosaur <laughs> pun of the evening mm. if we had our counter up we it's would a dinosaur uh, boner yeah. open for the melvins yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 and they were playing and, and they were playing with no. Love it. <laughs> so do you want to contact this person directly to try gain more information or try to surmise what where this area might be based on their kind of initial intergalactic police report um let's do the police report first and then go interrogate i feel like that like get base knowledge then go ask questions because then we might know more from the base knowledge yeah i mean can so, we trade oh, like, where from the police report is where abouts the this incident was no um do you actually make this someone make that as a rule because it's a little bit challenging doing this complex astro navigation and, and telemetry per se of trying to triangulate a you know moving planetoid based off of a pretty shaky police. I have astro navigation. Ooh. Well boy howdy. So that is uh I've got a three in my Cosmo, so that's three dice, and take the uh, the top two. And then you're going is just going to plus since astro navigation is one of your tops, it's going to be forty six, and you're going to pick your top uh, your best result. If you get multiple sixes, and you get a boon. Beautiful. Oh, that's uh, five, uh, four, and two threes. All right. So you have, uh, so you find on your report where this area is. It looks to be like it's the area is somewhat beyond this moving planetoid or like a large asteroid. The report says as they were kind of uh, going around the gravity well, to try to really kind of slingshot into hyperdrive. They instead got pulled into a different gravity well and crash landed on a planet. Um, they had to bail out on kind of an emergency pod before they uh, crashed. And they reported seeing weird infrastructure on the surface of the planets, kind of obscured by toxic, hazy fumes. Um, I knew it. Then there were <laughs> So you can kind of roughly figure out where the area is since um, so, but that is a partial success. So that is a, it, you get that at a cost. What's the cost that it takes to get this valuable information? Uh, well, um, being hmm, cost. Go ahead. What about I like, gonna, I was going to say it. Um, well, I don't want to curse us. Like I was going to say something that would really probably bone us. So never mind. No, but, they want to uh, dino bonus. Yeah, dino bonus. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's say uh, it blows out our um, our like intersystem hyperdrive. So we're stuck in this general vicinity until we get that fixed, or we can fix so it ourselves. So you're actually just going there. You're not just looking at information. You're just raw dogging, going there. 
Because if so, we're dinosaurs. That is a great complication. All right. So that is great. So you string, you kind of like slingshot yourself perfectly through hyperdrive. You have that beautiful uh, set of frames that's always used for every time you go through hyperdrive with like the white beams going past and the uh, hold on to your butts or whatever catchphrase you say. You zip into the kids don't notice, but it's actually the oh, same uh, eight to ten seconds of animation that we use like literally every episode yeah. to just. Cut that runtime down a little more. Exactly. What's the catchphrase? Yep. Hold on to your clothes. That's true. Plug your clothes. We're going in. Close up the one hole. So you slingshot yourself into this planetoid. It's very small and pockmarked is made by countless debris. What's really strange about it is that as you um, are aren't able to break and you just smash your ship across the uh, the surface of this, that there are strange metal spires that are sticking out of this, almost like this is a large bristly hedgehog. They crackle very strange energies, and you can see bolts of energy arcing from one to the other all the way around, and it makes all of your teeth stand on edge. I, um, is any of us like the science saurus? Um, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like a dynamatic, but I don't I don't think I. No, have, I'm like an uh... ADHD skater. I have nothing to offer here. <laughs> Okay. Well, I got nothing. We'll do I've our best. String. We'll do our best. Yeah. That's good. That's sciency. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Good. That means we can go check out strange energy, or like, hopefully get hit and mutated by it, or something. Science I don't know. some shit for us. I would like to yeah. science. All. As you go <laughs> and you start to science this. You have your typical montage of four to five seconds to be looking very intense and bashing a data pad and then like adjusting your bifocals, even though you don't wear bifocals on the usual. And transferring things from one number to another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a mic microscope, you know. All doing all of the sciencing. All the zippers. All you, at once. One up through another, each uniform, different color. <laughs> lab coat. So, over lab like, do we have different colors here? We should get those for the show. We really should. I saw the most with that. Do like a uh, do like a, a ghost uh, Ghostbusters talk for us for the cast. John will John will keep back <laughs> against it, but um... we've got we've got our campaign series coming next year. <laughs> so through your science thing, you're able to deduce that these are dark matter attractors. They're siphoning dark matter throughout the universe and are broadcasting it elsewhere. Whoa. Oh, um, that doesn't sound good, guys. Um, I know there's drugs abound and we should probably get the whole lot taken care of, but um, dark matter doesn't seem like it'd be a good thing to have around either. Handful of can corn. Shovel it into his mouth. You know, I... <laughs> There's that that's that dinosaur thing where there's dark matter, there's drugs. 
<laughs> I did read that in the bathroom one time. You're right. Do you know what percent of the universe is supposedly made of dark matter? That saying is awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you, your ship has sustained one damage from the direct crash landing on it. It's still serviceable, but it's one of the things where if you keep bashing your ship, it's going to lead to problems. You have um, at least two more damage that you can receive before you start running into more critical errors. And you said we've cl crash landed, so we're on the surface of the uh, the planetoid, all that stuff? Okay. But we're, we're wearing That's dinosaur correct. space suits. Um, it's awesome. Are we zero gravity now? Is this... That's a plant. The gravity is low enough where you still adhere to the planetoid, but you get to do the fun bounciness. Hell yeah. It's a little bit like the moon. If the moon was very much more pockmarked and full of dark matter attractors studded all over the planetoid like an evil head so dog. The, like, are they just sticking stuff out of the ground? Like, like just like a, a knitting needle just up yeah. out of the ground? Weird. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else we see around aside from these spires? That seems to be the most of it. The um, so from here you can look get vantage points from all around the planetoid to get um, views of the cosmos around you. But you notice that as you're kind of peering beyond this forest of these metal spires that your vision's very blurry the dark matter seems to be being broadcast on like the sidereal south of this place as if it's intentionally causing a lot of haze in one area of your field of vision well, that's, that's cloaking something i'd say that's where we need to go poke our mm -hmm. snout should i shoot at it yeah i have I assume a lot of guns being a munitions expert of the group, and there's a thing that um, I could blow it up. <laughs> it, it might be a little hasty. You do have, you do have a spine-mounted Gatling gun. Yeah, do it. Oh, my. Yes, well, my spine has a Gatling gun, you see. <laughs> well, well. It's not it's... just for show. <laughs> What if what if it's a, a friendly pterodactyl or something? I mean, why would a friendly pterodactyl cloak itself? Precisely, they're, maybe, they're hiding something. Maybe that friendly pterodactyl is is having some alone time. You know, are you saying it's winking it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's also my question. I would also like to know that question. Furiously, furiously with its little claw wings, both hands getting into the action. Okay. Uh, Really Brought to you by a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> and lucky strike. Nothing better after a good crank off than a lucky. Actually, that is a good point. Being that we are a Saturday morning breakfast cartoon episode, this is a perfect thing of like the oh, this is kind of a cliffhanger. There's something mysterious. Better break away to our first commercial break. Uh, as like a quick like 30 second aside, what are the two commercials that uh, play for our impressionable audience, and what are the items being hawked? Oh, uh, man, one the of Labor them, Day sale. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the local broadcast Labor Day sale mattress store that oddly picked children's programming time to air its commercial on. But it's there in case you have a job, you're 12-year-old, and you want a king-size mattress at low, low prices. This is very true because when I was a kid at our local station during children's broadcasting hour was advertisements for Stanley on the law offices of Stanley Con in case you <laughs> as an eight-year-old really needed to lawyer up <laughs> for personal injury lawyer Stanley Con. Right, and the other one is a uh, a like um ad that is disguised as public service announcement. Like the milk council got away with a lot of this shit in the in the eighties, where it was like, you know, eat more cheese. Brought to you by you know the government and the milk council. It was you know so, uh, but this one is um, let's say uh, eat more butter. So it's it's like you know talking about the 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 wonders of butter and how you should put it on everything. Butter brought to you by the butter fuck yeah. Good, <laughs> good facts. That's like a dino Pauline. <laughs> <laughs> Stick of butter in there. Little talons. Ooh. Little racist talons. Yeah. All right, great. So as it steps back after the commercial break, the you know, of course, it replays the last 15 seconds that you've done, which is the should I do it with my cannon? It's like, no, it could be something friendly, but yet mysterious. And then the action resumes. <laughs> They're right. not just um, for I show. Feeling, it, it should it should just cut to him just blowing it up. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, are you shooting your spine cannon in the direction of the uh, field vision that is blurred, or towards the spine sticking out oh, of the don't ground? Don't do that. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Or do Ooh. I mean short game tonight? Why not short, both? Short game tonight. We blew ourselves up, igniting <laughs> galaxies worth of dark matter. You know, it is a converter. But did I sake. get the bad guy? <laughs> you got all the bad guys and the good. You, you got all the guys. Yeah. <laughs> Which gals, means I win. That's how you play yeah. chess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I was the consensus the tower because I don't want to blow up the dark matter. No, no, the consensus was the the shimmery spot. Yeah, because the haze hit the shimmer. Yeah, shooting, shooting okay. at the tower Thank you. might be. Yep. So you are shooting. So you uh, uh, point your spine in the direction of this large mm -hmm. shimmery area in the distance, and you just unload your salvo, your spine. Like just jostles, clacks together loudly. It's magnified yet muffled by being in this zero G or a low G environment, pushing you further and further back, and you make this giant mound of space dust behind you as you're firing you know, wildly, and nothing seems to happen. You're just firing basically off the side of the moon into the void that's just very blurry. Don't hear any explosions, no reports. That's just exactly what my dog nothing. does barking. Just like at nothing, <laughs> no no results. Mm -hmm. uh, repeat, 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 you know, into the void. Well, I don't see a point going that direction. So <laughs> ruled that out. 
If we can't shoot it, the hell with it. <laughs> I'm sure that won't come back and bite us in the ass. Nah, um, no. Ooh, was that a dinosaur joke? Chuck up another one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, ass? Uh, sir. Oh, bite us in the cloaca. Bite us in the cloaca. Cloaca. That's four. Market it for four. <laughs> <laughs> the wicking out um, ticking up there. <laughs> so do we go towards the haze or do we it seems like our only destination i mean i don't i don't see yeah. like we're not well, going to shimmy up one of these like electric knitting needle things i don't think anything productive is going to happen although if we get too bored it might be fun to get our giblets roasted who knows um okay yeah. yeah let's let's uh intrepidly troop our way into the hazy area Watch out. i hope it doesn't i hope it doesn't turn out that it's not like a haze but is actually like a problem with our <laughs> eyes and we're just going to go blind by getting too close to some sort of radioactive mineral that we didn't know about so to clarify that police report that you had received earlier were crashing into kind of unknown, uncharted planet that was near this planetoid that you are currently on that seems to be in the, basically in the direction of where that haze is. So you will be needing to get into your ship and head into that, uh, like, the fog of war. Okay. Oh, okay. Take a and shot I... at, right? That thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're, okay. Can I do uh, repairs on the ship then? While we're firing off into it's, it's, hazy uh, space, we don't need the hyperdrive because it's it's right near the planetoid, from what I understood. Um, so it's just like a planetoid to planet jump. Um, uh, so we but, can creep up on. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we will need to fix the hyperdrive before leaving for other parts of the galaxy or whatever. Okay. All right, well. So, uh, yeah. And, and by the way, Pashki, that means you were just shooting at a planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Hey. Um, now God we know. damn, some bitch Mars is up tonight. <laughs> As we're loading up, can I be the last one to load up and yeah. take this, this little sticky bomb that I have and I've been kind of fucking with this whole time and I want to put it on one of the spires? And I want to set it to detonate. No, <laughs> precisely the at the point that we are launched off planet. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a terrible idea. You should go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't seen an explosion in well since we landed. But um, <laughs> so, I. Yes, true. Absolutely. Okay. What could possibly take, go wrong? So I'm going to take this wad of candy corn that's half chewed in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm going to actually uh, smash it onto the side of this, uh, what I could only imagine is um, uh, a fire extinguisher mixed with um, uh, like a like uh, parts of an easy bake oven. <laughs> and, like a microwave fish. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, the 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 mackerel that uh, uh, pogs 
cogs had to, uh, together and I just kind of had it smushed together and I put it up against the thing. I pull the pin on the, the fire extinguisher, which is actually now the, the detonating uh, system. And I'm going to scurry into the, into the ship. I love that as you're trying to scurry as fast as your little um, metloth can, you're just a slightly slow G, so you're like kicking up all this dirt and going as fast. You're like looking over your shoulder, like watching like your chewed candy corn, like kind of drip and like slowly drop the bomb, like adding to the tension. You get right in time. Your ship pulls off. And of course, the camera zooms out and uh, does the zoom out and zoom in as you pull yourself forward and the explosion just billows out behind you. You see, as you look through your ship's port, that that explosion is just arcing from one tower to another. And it just puts this wash of fire across the planetoid. As it does that, simultaneously, you get this crash zoom from the front of the ship, and you see that wall of haze that was kind of obscuring your vision just melts away, and you see this sickly green orb of a planet. There are these noxious gases in the orbit that kind of just are swiftly moving around. And you see, kind of sticking out, jutting out of this, is a large crashed spaceship that looks very alien in origin, perhaps where all these toxic fumes are emitting I, I from. Kind of, where are you piloting uh, well, your I, ship before or next we get to that, I kind of pictured that I have my face up against the window. You can see, like, the little breath like fogging it up i'm watching the explosion just all, <laughs> yes that's fucking nice and then i kind of look up and i'm like oh guys and then i scurry off to the to the pilots <laughs> yeah i'm dropping this thing <laughs> oh shit <laughs> sorry <laughs> autopilot off <laughs> Well, do we what are the rest of you? Uh, oh, I'm I'm like uh, praying to Dino Zeus that um, you know the consequences of blowing all that shit doesn't catch up to us. Damn. What could possibly go wrong? I'm hitting on a console with a hammer. Um, it's not helping anything, but it's better. It's best just not to tell me that. <laughs> so it's just keeping me busy for a while. And I'm hitting on a console, but for different reasons. (laughs) Hi there. You got some nice panels there. Nice and shiny. It's basically just my reflection. In the background. (laughs) (laughs) I love the I love the space age dumbass trope. Like, you know, saying that we're intelligent dinosaurs might be I'm not playing as you guys. And that's the beauty of playing a Saturday morning breakfast cartoon style game is that you're able to change this game to whatever your group likes best. Yeah. Because there are everywhere from like the relatively pretty intelligent G.I. Joe archetypes to like he-man or other things you know but they're not really the brightest but somehow they still managed to save the day so stay tuned kids because uh we're definitely here to save the galaxy so as you are moving towards this uh diseased planet what are you where 
Are you piloting ship landing or any other types of actions you're wanting to do to get information or reconnaissance or other things that may help yeah, the I'm mission? Yeah, I want to do that uh, alien um, ship. I think we should land, assuming we have hazard suits that will withstand the noxious atmosphere. We hazard and suits go... for dinosaurs. Just throw yourself in there. It'll be fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think, yeah, I we're think we dinosaurs. Can, um, <laughs> we can do whatever we want. We at least have to put a fishbowl over our head. That but... attitude. <laughs> that attitude is what led to the. I, I watched Jabberjaw. <laughs> Great whites are technically dinosaurs, and they were fine in space. That checked out. <laughs> Yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, you can't. Yep. Are alligators and crocodiles, uh, were they? No, they weren't around at the same time as dinosaurs. Their ancestors were. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. were they? I don't know. Yeah. Which was just uh, basically them, but bigger. So, so yeah. Yeah. Eh, some of them, some of them were other stuff, but bigger, and I don't know. So I'm hearing that you're just wanting to land the ship and buy the alien ship. Sure. The course of action. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Maybe we can find stuff to fix yes. our hyper. We'll do some shopping. Uh, no, I'm fixed know. it. I think it's fine. As you are, you know, the occasional pilot. And um, you're coming into this this very noxious atmosphere. It's buffeting the under bit of the ship, and it's causing it to be a little more difficult to steer than normal. I'd like you to go ahead and make me a piloting roll, so that um, would be uh, 3d6, considering the negative modifier, just to make sure you can land out another crash, unless, as you like, explosions. Um, as much as I like crash. explosions, I also like living, so... Um... Mm. Ooh, that's a six, a two, and a one. All right, so you perfectly land down the ship. It's close or as far away as you want to this weird alien ship. How close do you want to be? Um, close enough to spacewalk over over a commercial. You can't kind of interlap, like overlap them a little bit, put them together. Oh, can we? I think that's called by like, crashing into it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like docking. You know, like yeah. Oh, oh you're trying yeah. to tip of our ship and right. the tip of their ship, and then they and, they go yeah, together, right. and, and the, the, the the thing goes yeah, over uh, for an air seal. Yeah. Brought to you by yeah. Barrier Dino yeah. Man. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Why? How does your ship get such a white hole? Well, <laughs> um, great. So you pull your ship down where you can either extend an umbilicus out or you can do your spacewalk. Uh, the weird green hazes and gases consolidate around the external, uh, the, the uh, around your hull, and your ship's warning system, life support, detects that there is a high amount of drugs in the atmosphere. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, 
pixelated picture of Nancy Reagan pops up saying, <laughs> winners don't do drugs. Seeing all these drugs, I, uh, I, I, I picture myself with a, with a vest, like, uh, you know, just like a, uh, it's a vest, fuck. But underneath, it's a, it's, it's a dare shirt. But, yeah. but instead yeah. of being drug awareness, it's a dinosaurs are rad. Man. Is it one of those like embroidered? <laughs> is it like a excellent? Is it an embroidered vest, like with the floral embroidery on it, that was very prominent in the late '80s, early '90s? It's got to be that jazz font, but in red for dare. That yes, that, that and dare, my grandma made me that vest. That dare slogan shirt. That should be our first. Shirt t-shirt market yeah yeah turns is rad eh <laughs> all right um then yeah. as you uh get this kind of critical information and you're uh dramatically getting a view through this hog this foggy haze it does snap us to our second commercial break as a 30 second interlude what are the two products and uh, what is the scene that plays out for, again, impressionable and yet economically uh, advances uh, viewing audience? say hoggy phase? He did. I could hear it. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the products has to be called hoggy phase now. It is the must-have toy this Christmas slash Hanukkah slash Kwanzaa slash Ramadan slash <clears throat> yeah, etc. Yeah, and and it's 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 a um just kind of a weird lumpen plastic toy that makes funny sounds when you poke it and it's different lumps. Like mm. one of them you poke it and it goes, and then the one you poke it and it goes. Yeah, that's why it's. I mean, want to say that this is phase, nothing you know? like Hoggy Phase, spelled differently, which was the Animorphs knockoff where people just became pigs. <laughs> like that was spirit totally away. <laughs> <laughs> was it you that posted that GIF of the person with the Animorphs cover of the person turning into a dolphin, or or uh, an orca of it or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going after the odds. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but like animorphs just completely passed me by. Like I was not aware of their existence until pretty recently. Same, but I'm obsessed yeah. now because it's fascinating yeah. stuff. And the second product placement is. <clears throat> hey kids, it's me, <clears throat> the star of the show. Obviously, mattress game. I wanted to have a long talk with you. <laughs> That's something that's very important to me, and it's donating blood. That's right. Go down to your local blood shelter and tell them you want to save someone's life today. I myself once nicked myself shaving and nearly died. It was for blown donors like you that saved my life. Because he's a dinosaur. <laughs> Brought to you uh, by Corn have... Blood Industries. Blood for the blood god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the little jingle. It matters not from where it flows, from out your butt, out your nose. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear this jingle. That I have lived long enough in my life to hear Cornite propaganda. That's a corporate jingle. That's the best thing. Next to your uh, 30s, like, wax thunder singing voice. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wondrous. Uh, so we step back to the uh, 
dramatic music that was just swelling with a kind of uh, eerie sound effects as the foggy, the hoggy phase <laughs> is uh, going around the viewport. And in that, uh, I, I should say, in that foggy haze are some hoggy phases, or at least something that resembles that toy, as there are weird mounds of slime that hold weird flared ray guns. They seem to be patrolling the outside of this ship. Oh, I guess that's the uh, the crew, probably. I'm just saying that guns. Ship. That's clearly a threat. We should probably take them out. <laughs> now, as a relevant aside, how many people remember from the mid-90s, Chex Quest, or the first video game distributed in boxes of cereals by no, the Kellogg Corporation? No. What system was it for? Now that surprises me because I feel like this game is making a reference to that that I'm uh, using in this game. You can look up Chex Quest. They actually recently released it as Chex Quest HD, but it is a it was a Doom rebuild, what? so it would be appropriate for all audiences, where you're fighting the Flemoid with breakfast nutrition. Um, so you have like a, a hyper spoon that you can uh, storch a flemoid and uh, various zorchers, so like little remotes that zap them. Anywho, um, you can quickly identify these strange things as one of the big dangers <laughs> of the universe. It is mean of the slime lords these things hate uh normal bodied creatures and are very much involved with this the underbelly of the galactic empire they are the ruthless drug um pushers the racketeers uh organized crime etc and etc it sounds like my kind of people uh, you honestly. see that well, good, because there's now a, an attachment of them that are moving towards the ship. There are four of them. Uh, do we want to talk to them? Or no, they're the minions of the... Yeah, we already know they're going to so hate us. Like, just wipe them out. Yeah, I guess, I guess we do combat. Do we do it Should... ship to... Uh, like, we blast them with the ship, or do we have to get out and actually, like, tussle? Weren't we spacewalking over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can oh, yeah. get back in True. and shoot All it. Right, time <laughs> to get back, get back. Come on, guys. Come on, come on. Get in here. Nah. Come on. Let's, where's your sense of adventure? Just let's just bust our way in, start shooting, take the supplies we need, fix our ship, and get the drugs. And sell the drugs. No, don't sell drugs. <laughs> oh, drugs I don't do drugs. <laughs> We could sell the drugs. We yeah. just can't do that. Or no, we Dennis keep was them. Don't do drugs. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> so, one of you intrepid dinosaurs, roll me initiative, which is basically drop me a d6. And then I'm going to do I'm round roll. Shit tonight. All so right. Well, you can do it. Wait, did Bridget roll? I mm -hmm. rolled a four. Okay. 
of four. Uh, so as you are pulling out your weapons to bear, so are they. These very kind of comically Marvin the Martian style flared ray guns. And both of your parties act at the same time, firing off your various salvos and doing your actions. So I'm going to start from uh, the top and moving to the bottom. So that first in initiative is COGS. Alrighty, um, I am going to open fire with a sniper rifle. Alright, so you see one of the slime lords I'm just gonna, um, is scuffling in your direction, so you fire at it. Uh, so go ahead and then make me your attack roll, which is based on your SAR. So that would be 3d6. Ah, okay, yeah. 2d6. Alrighty. 3d6. Since you have a long scope oh, rifle, it gives you a plus one die and two for your SAR. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let's see. I've got one six and. Yep, one six and a four. All right. But the highest one out of the three is six. So that is a solid hit. Uh, you do one point of damage to it, and you watch it burst at like a very rotten grate put into a zero grade, zero G environment very quickly. Uh, next in initiative um, is you, Cutter. Cutter's not made for combat hand to hand. All he really has is like a like a <laughs> omni tool, which I just I think is basically like a like a, a souped up Leatherman. So what he's gonna do is he's gonna fill through this omni tool, try to find the the uh, the the knife part. Fish to scale. Yeah, I got, well, no fish to scale. No, uh, it's a corkscrew. I'm, I'm in later now. Uh, pocket knife, and he's just gonna try to swipe at him with the pocket knife portion of it. All right, so go ahead and make your attack. Uh, so for you, that is also going to be 3D. Okay. Okay. Uh, five, three, and a one. You, uh, so as you throw yourself out, um, you kind of hyper thin, like the, you know, you really have to stab deep with the fish to scaler. So you leave yourself open to it, but you just rend this thing, this ripping pop it to bottom. Uh, it makes a kind of warmly sound as it splits in two. Mm -hmm. uh, and you see that the slime lord minions coming up behind don't seem phased at all by their friend being ripped in half. And you said they had uh, like a blasters or pistols or something? Flared. Yeah. As it's being split apart, can I grab that so I have a weapon? Or is that my action? Attacking. Uh, that is your action for the first round, but the next round you can pick that up and uh, try to use it against them. All right, Think. I am going to throw a smoke bomb. You also switch into your best um, bat dino voice. Shit, sort of uh, Batman, okay, okay. you wouldn't be a man. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you throw a smoke bomb, and 
you see the clouds billowing and mixing with the strange drug haze, and it seems to be making a strange chemical reaction. It was very unexpected. Uh, what chemical, chemical reaction, reaction is happening? Um, I think uh, that it is. Um, it's making like an acidic foam that kind of burns anything it lands on. Ooh. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> Is that spreading towards your companions as well, or because you have Cutter in the fray? Yeah, Cutter's Cutter's smart; he can avoid it. Okay, that's <laughs> oh, great. We'll do that. Uh, all right. So you see this explode this reaction. I'm going to resolve that last thing at once because I think it's going to have a pretty spectacular effect. Uh, Rex, as you are kind of in the rear of this, watching this play out, what is your course of action? You're also seeing this foam spreading out. So, do I have any incendiary rounds of some nature? <gasps> do I? I don't Please? see them. Can he have some? Please? Please, sir. Can he have some incendiaries? <laughs> Come on, mommy. Please. <laughs> Just this once. I absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I would like to light them up with incendiary rounds, please. Yeah. Let's see what that does to the phone. And Cutter. That's <laughs> gonna say Cutter is in the direction of the toxic burning uh foam plus your incendiary rounds. Cutter will be okay. fine. Okay. Cutter, look, All right. if, if this is a Saturday morning cartoon, Cutter can't die from this. Cutter might get scorched. Cutter oh, might have an uh, anvil fall on him. Cutter might Cutter's be in the infirmary. On page 15, there is a picture of a dinosaur space funeral. Yeah. Yeah, for the, the MacGuffin characters that, that get killed off, which Cutter's not. Right, right. We'll find no. out on the episode of Cosmosaur. <laughs> All right, uh, do whatever action you're wanting to do. We'll see how it plays out. Search for Spock after this. It's yeah, yeah. The search for Captain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so do I roll two d six, one d six, twenty d six? You are going to be rolling. That's five d6 for you. Oh, child. That is so many d6. Man. Three. Four, five. <laughs> I was going to make that a goof where I slowly pick out dice. So I was like, I'm already annoyed by this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three, one, three, six, two. All right, so you got one success. So that means you do a solid hit against one of them, utterly annihilating it. Uh, so their turn is going to be happening, and then we'll resolve the talk home. So there is a salvo of these blasts that come out as both of their, your, all your actions are happening simultaneously. Um, each one of you are going to be making me a uh, 
a SAR defense role. If you have something to modify that, either based on your species or personal characteristic, you're able to do that. Um, uh, I will say that, Cutter, you have minus one die from what happened this round with your okay. success. So I, have, I roll one die then. That's correct. What, uh, yep. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yep. All right, so on your sheet towards the bottom that you have your defend matrix, let me know how much damage your character is taking. That is equal to the damage that you take. Uh, this is going to be physical damage. So if you the damage you take is going to be subtracted, basically your hit points that you have is equal to your SAR. Uh -huh. So we'll start off the top. Uh, Cobbs, did you? Uh, how much damage did you take? Um, we hit the high number on this. Yes. Uh, four. Uh, so you rolled the four. Yeah. I rolled oh, two okay. so on the table that's a closeness, so that means that you barely move out of the way, but you kind of hyperextend yourself, so that means your next defense roll is minus D6. Um, okay. We can adjudicate this roll by roll. It's here for everyone. Carter, what was the highest I roll rolled you a one. one die? What did you roll? I took two damage. Huh. All right, yeah. So... You eat it and you eat it hard. Um, so you try to tumble out of the way of this blast and you just cartwheel into the burning acid foam and uh, you just kind of, um, uh, what is what happens to your spacesuit and to As I'm your cartwheeling body? into the space uh, or into the foam and the all that stuff. Um, the suit is just basically just flaking off and melting away. And as it starts to get to my part of the body, you see um, uh, like random bits of like Skittles and uh, Werther's Originals and uh, uh, those little strawberry uh, cans that you would get with like the jelly in the oh, middle. Yeah. yeah. Those. Oh, yeah. yeah. Delicious, yeah. by the way. I don't care. Root beer barrels, all that stuff just seems to be just like billowing out of the holes of the spacesuit. And, uh, and it's delicious. I'll see. Absolutely. And then uh, everything melts away except for, you know, just the, the logo of the Dare shirt. Just kind of. <laughs> as, as a quick interjection, off. because there's always that dramatic pause uh, on the Saturday Breakfast cartoons when, like, a character gets injured and everyone's trying to assess, like, is it lethal? You can, in this game, permanently, well, you can temporarily lose one of your items to negate your damage if you want unless you intentionally want to take it and be taken out of the scene for a bit do you want to lose your omni tool or one of your sticky bombs in the process of this or do you want yeah, to come back as a force damage or, or, or... <laughs> that is his choice you can choose to die and come back in a different way in like that case lose gear What's the so, I think what I'm going to do is uh, as it's starting to eat away at the at the spacesuit, still all the candies are going out. I'm going to uh, I'm uh, one of my sticky bombs is going to kind of float off. Is there a way that I can detonate said sticky bomb 
as it's floating towards the ship. Not our ship. The good, not good ship. The, the evil ship. I will yes, but then you're going to be out of city bombs until you're able to make new ones on the ship, taking time. I accept your terms and conditions. I think that's fair. <laughs> okay. So you let this bomb fly out, and we'll resolve that at the beginning of the next turn. Uh, Pink, tell me about what you rolled, your best dodge roll. My best one was a six. So you uh, have read your Way of the Ninja book so many times, uh, you give some type of pity, like pithy ninja and or bat dino reference as you no, slice them out of I'm, the way. I, I say under my breath, I'm silent, I'm the knight. <laughs> Love it. That's so close to yeah. like a Darkwing Duck Dark reference, Darkwing Dino. Let's get dangerous. Uh, I need a hat. Love it. Rex, what's the love it? What was your best dodge roll? My best dodge roll was a five. Which so you also stumble out of the way, you miss that attack while there's like blast going right past you, but then it leaves you a little bit awkward. So your next defense roll is minus d6. Fiery acid foam uh, expands from the uh, bomb or the uh, smoke bomb that is released. The other two minions are washed away and just melted away. The bomb that you had sent sailing towards the ship um, so imagining this ship is a little bit like from, uh, kind of like the Geiger-esque ship from Alien, and you, I'm assuming you're blasting it towards the hole of one mm -hmm. of the two kind of prong ends. So you blast off the end of that, leaving a giant crater. You see standing in the, uh, coming out of the hole, like a big hulking brute. He's wearing, um, like slime armor across his slime body. Like it's just congealed phlegm across his gross, snotty body. And uh, you see he's holding like, something that looks like a cannon just ripped off of a pirate ship. This comically large, huge boar thing that it's just now putting over its shoulder and it's just trombling towards you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's a brisk tromble, I bet. It's a moist, moist tromble. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing this guy in my clothes tightens. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Up again. Uh so you, as this thing is moving towards you, you have a breach point that you can move into the ship. You also have this big hulking danger that's coming towards you. Top of the initiative, Cogs. All right. I have my long scope gun. I would like to take a shot at that big, burly, bestial brute. Great. So this, is, since he's wearing this kind of crusty armor around him, it's going to subtract one die from your dice pool that you're rolling. And because it was plus one die for the long scope, that just leaves it at uh, two. Scope for... yeah. Correct. Uh, I did roll a six. 
there we go. So you do a solid hit. You plank him, and it just burns right through his phlegm. If it has some type of expression other than just constantly roaring phlegm, you're not sure. Maybe there's a little bit of a flinch. It keeps ambling towards you, um, just goopy, and it's just squelching over the bodies of its dead minions. I have to think about all the other types of way to say uh, perambulate <laughs> in the grossest fashion possible. Cutter, um, you've lost a significant amount of your essential candies and your sticky bombs yes. and bits of your suit. Hulking brute come towards you, and you're the first in the fray because you have your fish scalers somehow uh, still in your Was there grip. a blaster from the oozes previously? Yes, you said we're going to pick yes. one of those up. I would yep. like to pick one of those up, and I would like to fire at the the phlegm astronaut, the phlegm astronaut, slime lord, slime lord. technically slime lord. Uh, this one uh, would be like a kind of like a standard, like a brute style. Uh, so go ahead, and you can make this as a SAR roll. Now, for all of you, don't forget, if you have some uh, a modifier that is related to your species and or your characters that also may help on these, make sure that you add those. Otherwise, go ahead and make your shot with your sniper rifle. All right. Uh, uh, that's a six and a two. You also get a good shot against this. Um, as you fire into it, like you also plug a big hole. And it looks to be like it's struggling holding the cannon now. It is still advancing towards you, and you know that you're going to get a point-blank shot from this giant cannon unless someone takes the sound before its turn. So that puts a lot of responsibility on you, Pink, yeah, but, uh, since you are next. I've got some throwing knives. Um, I, I do, so you do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go and try to throw some knives over there. All right. Go ahead and make your roll. Two ones and a six. All right. So you also get a clean hit. You throw one of these daggers like right into where a sternum would be in a normal creature, and it makes a weird squishing sound, like as if you just took a rock grapefruit in your fist and clenched as hard as possible. That is what happens to the body. That's the sound it makes. It just kind of melts. The cannon falls with a, a loud, dull thud, and you can see that the pathway to inside the ship is clear. You know that your mission from here is clear. You need to detonate the ship and just to destroy the uh, drug factory and uh, prevent the serial market from collapsing. Who wants? That is correct. Who's going to go in first? I'm doing pretty well. I'll head in first. All right. So as you go into this breach point that was made from that bomb, you can see that the inside of the ship is just covered in phlegm. You can see that there is like an inch to two inch in various globes across the floor from where the slime lords have been pacing back and forth. 
the inside of the ship is also just uncomfortably ribbed like dried flesh almost kind of like material that's been hardened with weird wires and diodes to it air smells foul in here but at least it's not that drug haze uh hoggy <laughs> phase that was outside and uh, you can see that the passageway goes in front of you like a curved corridor but then it trifurcates into three different I just realized pathways. that we killed all the slime lords without getting, like a musical sting we should have done that for the cartoon like anytime it showed up on screen <laughs> done, like slime lords with like the <laughs> the guitar slide yeah. <laughs> yeah actually bridget this is episode Love four it. of this mission what we cut out because this is the the abridged version was the three or four episodes of us just charging our weapons and firing with doing nothing <laughs> yeah yeah yep. No. yep yep so we have three pathways uh three possible pathways you say that's correct uh we want to split the party yeah, it's it's getting to be about that time. Let's split the party. All right, bye guys. I'll see you later. I'm gonna go to the <laughs> see what their kitchen's like since ours is garbage. I don't know. What I said I was sorry here. about that. He was... Okay, uh, so who's going down corridor number one or on the left? I'll oh, do sure. it. I, I hope that. Okay, so we have Cogs and Rex. Who's going down the, down the center? All right, we have Pink. So that means that uh, Cutter is going to be on the right. So starting with the left and then moving towards the right, Cog and Rex, as you're going down this corridor, you see that there's decidedly less snot and phlegm on the floor. And... You see that this area begins to extend into what looks like must have been like a like a med bay or something or some type of tech bay. A lot of equipment has been gutted out of here. There are sparking wires. There are ripped monitors off the floor, kind of thrown down. Um, and there's that kind of actinic smell of like burning ozone in here. Well, it looks like all the useful stuff was already ripped out here. So, yeah. Any other any other way um, through this room? Is there like a, another door on the other side, or is this a dead end? It's a dead end, but when you look up, you can see there is a very large ventilation shaft above you that seems to run up and heads <laughs> diagonal. You see, the problem is I have. Is an Allosaurus? I have this thing on my back, and that's an Allosaurus is from my brief recollection, and the picture in my document looks to be kind of like a big guy. I don't think I can, Charles. I appreciate you so much letting me know there's an air shaft, but I can't. I can't <laughs> this time, buddy. I can't wah All my right. way into that thing. All right, and I, uh, yeah, and I I have no interest in in warming my way into an air shaft, um, like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. So, uh, 
We'll just go back and wait for our friends at the junction, I, I guess. No, this is the first time in Walmart history that there's been an air shaft that someone has refused. We did in, in Wet Runner. We've done it <laughs> yeah. uh, in uh, Yggdera and like so many others. It feels so wrong right now. I My character wouldn't I fit. Sully. Can I can I stick a claw in the air shaft? Just you know, <laughs> around. Just so I feel like I did it yeah. a little bit, you know, like hey, Dude, I, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, always yeah. yell for me. You, I'm tiny. Do you have a meet the Robinsons? Why aren't you snatching the boy? Like <laughs> my arms are too small. My head is too large. <laughs> So you just like <laughs> claw the vents, like booting a tractor, but don't even pull off the hatch. <laughs> you just go to bed frustrated, being like, Why did I even do this? <laughs> why did I even bother? <laughs> That's why you take barrier. Freaking <laughs> 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 barrier. Don't go to bed uh, just you know, disappointed. <laughs> go to bed satisfied. Um, so. Made made from ground up dinosaur boners. No one that you know. It's okay, folks. Uh, Pink, you're going down the middle of these shafts. Um, this shaft is widening as you're going down, and the phlegm is getting thicker and stickier and tackier. There's a strange and terrible odor that is coming down this way. It smells very chemical in origin. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, forge ahead. Okay. You do hear your companions saying, shouting something in the distance about air shaft. Uh, do you continue forward or go back? Do you, do you guys want me to get in the air shaft or I mean, do you want me to go to Flim Nation? I, this is not a leading thing. I was just <laughs> wanting to make sure you had that option. Before I just want to, I, I, I'm just consulting. Like, look, I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna push forward into Flim Nation. I just want to let you know, as someone who likes to be inside no, of an air no. shaft, I recommend it. But do you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought pink was in the air. I, I gotta see what's. No, I was going to go in the air. I thought it was. No, no, I, meant, I meant to say Bridget. I thought you were in the air shaft in when we played Wet Runner. I was just trying to. I think was that. in the air shaft when we uh, played Wet Runner. Yeah, and it turned out great for me. So, um, but I think I think I got to see this flim hole through. I just I feel like I need to. It was you are going down this flim hole, as you call it, and it's getting wider. It looks like you are coming into a cargo bay. In Inside the cargo bay, there is a bunch of heaped equipment. There is what looks to be various lab setups. There is beakers full of dry ice, fog, and colorful liquids vigorously boiling and roiling. You see there are hot plates, stir plates, cold plates, um, and lab coats hung up on the wall. There are three of those little phlegmy goons, and then the largest of the phlegm goons that you have seen yet. It's twice as large as the one that was holding cannon. They seem to be busily discussing something about uh, their terrible master plan, just loud enough, of course, that you can hear and deduce the whole shenanigans that's happening here in the heart of the plot. They are seeking 
to replace the sugary goodness of nutrient-fortified children's breakfast cereal with what? street drugs. <laughs> Preventing children from having their valuable nutrition by having these unwholesome drugs replace their wholesome sugar cereals. And then they will come in with the vitamin supplements and core of the market and dominate the nutraceutical market. Uh, that is also where you have the canned maniacal laughter from the large slime lord. Uh, as this dastardly plan. Well, his little psychopaths go, the plan can't fail, Chief. The dinos, they don't know what they're in for. I feel like they don't because you have read so many of these ninja books. (laughs) But now that you have heard the plot, that is the point where you always have to make that check because you either drop something, you draw attention to it. That's this is kind of those plot beats that happen in those cartoons. So now I'll have you roll for your stealth. So for you, that would be at least a four, if not a five D six. Well, see, that's the thing is you have path and yeah. engine knowledge. That's a SAR roll. So you're bad at stealth. So that is a two D six roll. Ooh, a three and one. Ah, the calculus of dinosaurs. Well, a three is better than a one. Uh, so, of course, now that you've heard the plan, the slime lord cures you as uh, something goes off in your pocket. You're like your old walkie-talkie. Says, it's my actually, it's my block and reminder on it. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's for me you take your ADHD yeah, meds. Yeah, it's time for my Adderall. Um, all of the flemoy, or all of the slime lords turn and look at you as you're standing there, having heard the master plan. The large slime lord points and says, get her! Because that's yeah. always what they do in these shows. Uh, so dramatic freeze frame as you have onto your shocked face as they come. Uh, I need to think of another wet onomatopoeia-esque. Uh Splorch. Splorching in your direction. Um, meanwhile, Cutter, you're going down the right shaft. Uh, so as you're going down the right shaft, um, you see this like goes towards where the cockpit of the ship would be, kind of towards the center before it goes to the other half of this kind of like big crescent shape. Um, you see that there are large diagrams all over the wall on like really nasty flim-soaked paper that says like in crude wet handwriting like master plan with like diagrams of how to corner the market with like nutraceutical and like boxes of cereal crossed out with big red X's. Uh, but what's more troubling is that on one wall, you see that there is one of those master plans, but it says uh, in very conspicuous handwriting, lure Cosmosaur into trap with fake drug labs. And it's one check mark, and there's a check going through, and it's very wet and fresh. Hmm. Well, that's... Uh... That's very concerning. Um, oh, yeah. Even more concerning is that little like, post note that's next to it that says, make sure Barry sets all of the bombs around the ship for the trap. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, is there 
something that would resemble a master detonation system that I could possibly defuse to prevent said bombs from going off. There is a box where it says master munition plunger. Open carefully. This goes against every fiber of my being because I love explosions, but I also love not death. So I want to disarm the the detonation system. Do I see bombs in it's, this room so as well? You have to open that box, and it says open it carefully first. I will open the box carefully. All right. You can see a comical outline for where there would be like a TNT plunger that is missing. And then you see a little another post-it note with a little check mark on it that says, make sure Barry does his damn job and takes the plunger to the far right side of the ship. Far right side of the ship. Shit. Man, it's, it's, it's too bad Barry wasn't a fuck up or it really would have been to our... <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Somebody's looking to get a raise. Um, do we have uh, comms or something that we could talk to each other by any chance? Um, Dino psionics. <laughs> yes, I believe all of you I would mean, have comms in your suit. Okay. Are they are they wristwatch comms like Dick Tracy or like? Uh... I like the wristwatch. Well, comms. yes, they also can let you have uh, medication reminders to take <laughs> your. Uh, uh, ADAC meds yeah. and obligatory and barrier bombs. Oh, fucking yeah. Well, I'm going to wow. flip up the part of the comm. Bunch of dinosaurs talking about snakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Flip, flip up the display, put the earpiece in off of it, and I'm going to let everyone know that there we need to find Barry, uh, that there's a trap. Uh, we're all going to die. Uh, we need to find Barry with the plunger so we can diffuse the bombs that are in here. And as much as I love explosions, I don't want to die. And I'm sure everyone else doesn't want to die either. Uh, drugs are bad. Impressive. There's the lightning round and you nailed it. Same. So on the on snapping back to Rex and Cobb, you kind of get this missive. Um you hear the sounds of uh, fighting coming from the distance, or it sounds like someone is being captured dramatically. Uh, and you have this kind of, uh, this information is being relayed to you from Cutter. Well, um, we've already established that there's nothing back at the dead end to the far left. And if he's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. radioing from the right, by process of from the center, thank you. <clears throat> By process of you know elimination, um, we should go after Bridget slash Pink, right? So that's right. what we're gonna do. Yeah. Yep. I'm fine with that. Oh, or is is that are you like wanting to rendezvous as well, Cutter? Uh, I think so. Um, okay. Yeah. As I'll I distract, uh, <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I can distract with my knives. <laughs> so as um, you're kind of doing this dramatic montage of a lot of smash cuts about people kind of rushing in towards where Pink is, um, 
you know, Rex and Cog, like you're going to provide the thunder. You've got um, your expertise in giant Gatling gun on your spine. Uh, Cutter, as you're beginning to move out, um, you see that there is a break room next to the command hub. Um, and you hear lots of chewing sounds. Oh. But that's Barry. Or uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> let's let's bust into the break room with our weapons up and ready to go. Start blasting. Yeah. No, I want to interrogate him first. I just want to make sure it's Barry, so then we can plug his ass. So what we get in there, comms? And then we go. can shoot him. Huh? Bear, we get in their comms and page Barry and see if he comes <laughs> out and then we just jump him. No? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I think that's, yeah. So, Pink, you're. Oh, dude. I love it. Do it. As a quick, like, aside, like, Pink, like, you're dramatically taken and captured by the slime lords and you're held by slime shackles on the side of the, like, the wall. Like, you're clearly not in any danger, but for a kid's show, it's like real tense action. You're like, how can I get free from this? Uh, you page Barry over the intercom and you hear, like, that snacking sound stopped from the snack room and like this like greasy slimy head stick out with like a mouthful of just like like cookie wrappers like he's just eating the thing straight out of the vending machine from this alien <laughs> ship and he's sitting there with this giant comically oversized tnt plunger lock thing um i'm gonna what? pop him in the head do it great so you get the plunger back. You've popped in the head. So we are basically out of time for the normal broadcast, but that gives us time for like that nice minute-long montage of how you overcome this trap, destroy the fake drug lab, and save the nutritional value of our today's children. What does that little montage outro look like as we transition to the rest of our commercials? Uh, well, one of us... Let's say um, Rex, uh, with his tiny little arms, freeze pink. Uh, meanwhile, we, you know, deactivate the plunger thing, and uh, I run around and unplug all the bombs, and that's the end of the show, and we save the day. <laughs> and in the middle of the that, end. there's a comedic oh. bit where they catch me eating the cereal with two of the guys that got locked up in the brig. Oh, so. but we, we've got to be running through a hallway at least <laughs> once, like, where we're going back and forth through yeah. doors. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. As we're looking for parts to uh, 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 fix the hyperdrive on the, the ship, we're, like, scouring back and forth, going through each room and stuff. Crossing paths all go at one time. You get the part you need. You rescue Pink. Pink has uh, all the nutrition she needs from vitamin-rich Cosmo Crunch breakfast cereal. Now with sponge toy knife thing, this has a nice pleasant dino-related mm-hmm. scent. Sticky hand. Um, and um, you're able to blast off on the planet. Dramatic large explosion that is very satisfying to Cutter. Um... Pogs gets all the microwave mackerels that he wants, and you successfully save the day yet again <laughs> and support a drug-free capitalistic society. 
Okay, out of character now. I love drugs. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? You know that yeah. for so long. I'm impressed. Back, back to me. I, I love drugs. <laughs> and you know what else we look here uh, at uh, Wandering Monster is telling you what everyone is up to. Um, Ian, it says here that Ian is editing Sigil, the mirrored reality, and it's this CCG by Gabrielle. Is that a computer card game or like a collectible? It is basically like magic. It is set in the Hell Might universe, but yes, it is still kickstarting, just hit funding. But yeah, if you like uh, 80s okay. hair metal, doom biker themed uh, card games like magic, it's going to be really cool. Excellent. I look forward yeah. to it. Um, Pashki made some mashed potatoes. Uh, if you send some money to him, uh, money order specifically, not cash, not check, money order, send it to him and he'll send you some mashed potatoes nice. and envelope back. Um, They're Bridget really good. Is awesome as always. Yep. Uh, yep. And uh, me on Saturday, uh, December the 2nd, I will be at a book signing at the Printed Garden in Salt Lake City at 4 p.m. So if you want to come buy any of my books, including two titles from Madness Heart Press, A Baptism for the Dead, and He Led Us Into the Wilderness and Spoke to Us, uh, you can come buy those, talk to me, I'll sign them, you can shake my hand, um, I'll be all covered up in a mask, it'll be great. Uh, Kevin. Episode 12 of Flail to the Face drops uh, this Friday, uh, featuring our very own John Baltusberger as a special guest. Um, I believe that wraps everything up. Again, tonight's game was Cosmosaur. Thank you so much uh, to Diogo for letting us play it, for letting us into this fantastic world. Um, you can find that game at any of the links uh, in our socials. Um, you know, Instagram or Twitter, or it'll be in the show notes when we post this um, online on Friday. Um, you can find it at any of those places. Um, anywho, that will do it for us uh, this very fine week. I think next week, John's going to be back, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we will see him then. Um, until then, uh, thank you very much for joining us on this consensual journey we call wandering monster i have been charles I've r been bernard Boss, kevin welch mr paschke and that's it that's just no one says anything <laughs> at the end and uh yep yeah I, mean, I was trying to think of a zinger but oh um, i had one earlier but yeah. nope no uh I, I, i'm not i'm not johnny b i don't do this full time i'm sorry I love that. Oh, oh my god it's amazing so close. so close to nailing cloaca five cloacas at six for, i was waiting at for six John now for the final word yeah yeah all right <laughs> i forgot